signal is not when you have a W tattooed on each arse cheek and then pull your butt cheeks apart. Oh, I was just going to make that joke. Well sure, I've been saving that all week. Beat me to it, bastard. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, <laughs> the wow signal. We'll get into that in a bit. First we'll thank some new and returning listeners and then we'll do a bit of weird news. So where are we going to start with? So thank you to Warren, Michigan, Brighton, United Kingdom, Santa Fe, New Mexico, oh, Bacalao City in the Philippines, Bengaluru in India, welcome back, Stuttgart in Germany, Orlando, Florida, Toronto, Canada, Imphal in India, San Antonio, Texas, Itzapalapapa in Mexico, I think I've said that right, Mountain View, California, Cone in Germany, Chilcot, Illinois, Burnley in Wharfdale, Burley in Wharfdale, not Burnley, that's just wrong. Thornton, Australia, Sydney, Australia, Johannesburg, South Africa, you're a new one. Uh, Lake Zurich in Illinois, Gladesville in Australia, Telford in at number 10, our hometown. Long Beach, California, Little Rock, Arkansas is back. Chicago, Illinois, Wolverhampton, Lisbon, Portugal, wow. Benton, Arkansas, Worcester, Ohio, you're new, hello, and still top, Shady Nasty, New York. Thank you very much. Cheers. So, let's do some weird news. This will take about 20 minutes, half an hour, and then we'll crack on with the main cut and thrust of today's topic. Let's get the boys' views on this week's weird news. First bit, man killed by blade-wielding rooster during a legal cockfight. Now, do you want to have a guess on where this is set? It's a country that's featured heavily in animal and accidental deaths for us. India? Yes! <laughs> I'm just going by the little Indian voice in the... <laughs> <laughs> ah, well, that may have given away. But all right, so uh, let's, you know, India does seem to have, we had that mm. one article where that bloke yeah. was stoned to death by monkeys, another article where that bloke was attacked by a lion. Can I just say? The lion was unleashed. Oh, unleashed on him, yeah. Can I just say, right, during cockfighting, uh, it is known that uh, they do attach blades to the feet of the cocks. They do? To uh, sort of, I don't know, improve your cock's chances of winning. Can I just say... But that is not too dissimilar. Remember when I gave the advice to my niece who had started uni? <laughs> I do. I told her that to walk the streets safely, she needed to gaffer tape two butcher's knives, one into each hand. Now, yeah. if it's not a fuck, and you mocked me mercilessly, I think for at least half an hour. Um, <laughs> yeah, possibly. Now, if it's such a terrible technique, what's good for the cocks, good for the niece. <laughs> is your niece in many cockfights? Oh, well, she is a universe. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, 
severed cocks then? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> well, she said, because she came to visit, that she lives with a transgender person. And guess what? Didn't chop his cock off, did she? That person's a fucking nightmare, apparently. <laughs> An absolute me, me, me fucking nightmare. Who the fucking thunk it? Well, you're going to like what we got for you later, then. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> A man has died after a rooster slashed him with a razor during an illegal cockfight in India. Shapeli Venkeshwana Rao was a spectator in Pogadavaram village in the state of Andhra Pradesh on Friday. The birds have razor blades tied to their limbs and are then placed in the ring where they fight until one is left standing. When an event organiser was placing the rooster in the ring, it struggled free and kicked out, fatally wounding 55-year-old Venkeshwara Rao in the stomach. The Indian Supreme Court banned cockfights as part of the 1960 Prevention of Cruelty to Animals Act. However, they're still a popular practice in many Indian villages, especially part of celebrations for Makar Sankrati, a Hindu festival day. Mr. Venkaswara was the only death reported during the event. However, a dozen other injuries were reported. It is a bit dangerous. Well, yeah, I'm not surprised you're tying razor blades to feet of cocks. Yeah, and you know, I've seen a, a kung fu chicken once. Yeah? Was it in a movie? No, it was a... My friend had a selection of chickens, and this one particular brand of chicken... Brand? Uh, <laughs> Breed. He was, he was a little black fluffy fucker, but uh, he was feisty as shit, and he would, like, attack only men as well. Mm. Almost as if he could smell the difference. But would attack men. And then he was actually quite terrifying, because he could jump and flap up to almost sort of head height Jesus. and was trying to get you with his feet so yeah. if he had fucking knives stuck to his yeah. feet yeah he could have killed him yeah. people yeah well, it's kind of instant karma isn't it yeah oh, yeah cut fighting's awful yeah. it is but uh, I quite enjoyed the fact that one of the organisers was killed yeah it's like Patrick Stewart said on, he was being interviewed on TV today and they asked him why did he insist on a rescue pit bull being his dog in that new series and he made a good point about yeah, they get a bad rep from dogfighting and stuff. And he's like, the reason it's so easy to get them to dogfight is because they're so loving. They'll do anything to please their master, literally anything. And if the thing that pleases the master and what they've been taught is to go fuck up that other dog, they're going to go fucking do it out of absolute fucking lo blind loyalty. So, you, know, you can't blame the fucking dogs. You can't blame no, any dog breed. You can't blame... I mean, I, Jack Russell murdered a baby on my street, my old street. Really? Doesn't yeah. surprise me. Family dog, family dog they'd had for almost 20 years. There was a new baby in the family, and I think... I don't know the exact details, but I think it just nipped its head, just bit its head out of... You know, dog they've had forever. Baby died. Horrific, very tragic. And I saw the true slime of the media that mm. day, because our little street was filled with those fucking satellite vans mm, yeah. and people doing on-the-spot reports. And then my mother's door was even knocked and asked if she had, like, what's my mum got to say about it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, as if anyone was going to talk. Like, that was their fucking neighbours for God knows how many years. Anyway, cunts. Can't blame the dog. You can't, can't blame, blame the chicken. You can't blame any breed of dog. I've always had right. They've got a terrible yeah. reputation. All mine are soft as fuck. Yeah. Can't blame the dog. But you say you bring them up. Same with any dog. How do you yeah. bring them up? Same as a child, anything. Right, then, next one. Next up, Gimp Man. Yeah, do you remember Gimp Man? I do. Is he the one jumping out on people? Yeah. He's still on the loose in the village. Oh. Despite helicopter search and two arrests. Wow. Right, your house gets broken into, you can't get a copper to come and see it, but 
this fucker jumps out on a few posh birds in a village in a gimp suit and they send up the fucking helicopter. Yeah, yeah. Oh, to be fu- oh to live in the right postcode. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I mean, we live in Telford and most of that's on fire at any one point. Oh, God. Oh, sorry, mate, go on. The man has been terrorising villages in Claverham, Somerset for over a year, jumping from dark spots while making sexual gestures and grunting, say residents. <laughs> Dubbed Gimp Man by residents, the man has been spotted in a full latex black suit. On almost every occasion, he has escaped before anyone could stop him or even ask why he's terrorising the village. Oh. Rubber, 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 <laughs> Gimp Man! Gimp Man! Gimp Man! <laughs> So he's only got to jump out on the wrong person. So has he got? Hang on, has he got the gimp, the gimp mobile? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the gimp bike. It's a Nissan Micra with a zip on the front. <laughs> it's we all might black. Have done all these jokes last time. <laughs> no, I don't think we did. Mike wasn't here for the last one. Remember? Hey, we we just someone without Mike. We did. We stopped. Me and you started with Mike on the on the gimp man. He was out that day. Yes. We told everyone he was dead in the bath, and then he oh. turned up. <laughs> I think it was the Area Fifty One. Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself episode. I don't know, but if I did make these same jokes last time, I'm sorry. It's been a long enough. That's worth it. The gimperang. <laughs> Gimp belt. It's only a chastity belt, though, isn't it? Uh, He's almost got a picture of him. I mean, how can, how can you get a picture of him and not fucking tackle him? Because, Ben, I hate to get real here now, but the person taking that picture wasn't going like, P- smile. There we go. Ah, hey, close it up, are you calling me? Stop it, stop it! Ah! They were utterly terrified for their sexual safety, probably. No. So I think, oh, hello, is this a different news story, Mike? No. They're just two women who've encountered the gimp man. Oh, they're, they're married? And all I will say is that I hate to be this way, but Abby Conroy and wife Pip are, are incredibly aesthetically pleasing. They certainly are. And I apologise for scaring them in my gimp suit. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do travel a lot for your job. I was trying to tell them if if they'd have helped me get the zip undone, I would have said, oh, thank you. Whew, I'm Gimp Man, and I'm trying to solve crimes." But like every time I get near somebody to ask me if there's a crime, they're like, "Ah, don't rape me!" And like, "Fuck it up." Can so you loop yourself up with that <laughs> bucket of wipes you've got in the van first? <laughs> so you slip into it easier. <laughs> How long have we been going? Ten minutes. Ten minutes. Prostitutes in the van, murdered jokes, big tub of wipes. It's a new record. No, I never mentioned <laughs> prostitutes being killed. You're a crime fighter. I was suggesting the tub of wipes just to mm. ease yourself into the suit, Gaz. <laughs> I was actually praising you. Oh, sorry. <laughs> And also you're calling Abby and Pip prostitutes, which... No, I weren't. You, you were suggesting they were. Hang on. No, I weren't. You said murdering prostitutes. I never mentioned a prostitute. Okay, what's next? <laughs> That's it basically for Gimp Man. Gimp Man is still on the loose. Any information, call the police. Commentator Jim Ross misgenders the first ever trans women wrestling champion. I'm not familiar. Is he working for AEW now? He is. He's very old. Yeah. A lot of people think that he should probably just retire because he seems lost a lot of the time. Uh, I don't think... I'm not even going to read the story, but... but yeah, I don't think he's, quote, misgendered or out of any kind of malice because he's got fuckloads of people's names wrong and stuff. There's like a whole company of new wrestlers he'd never seen before. He's fucking ancient. Yeah. It's live TV. 
he's a bit shit these days. Like, so I mean, it's before I've even read because this one went past my radar. Actually, I didn't know this had happened. I've heard about him getting people's names wrong and shit though. So I've only I only found this today actually. So it was a late addition to the lineup. I didn't even know there was one. Who is he? Just because I've never heard of him. JR, Jim Ross, the commentator. You'll have heard his voice without knowing. Oh, yeah, he is the, the legendary WWE commentator from the from the Raw era and a bit beyond. But he's very old. Man. He was older, but he was fucking doing Raw. On Wednesday, Nyla Rose. And I heard her name, but I had no idea that she was transgender. Transgender. Because I don't watch AEW, but I've heard her name, so that's good that I didn't know she was transgender, isn't it? It is obviously. So anyway, you she became hate mail. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the first ever transgender woman to win a championship in a major American wrestling promotion. She defeated Japanese star Riho to become the All Elite Wrestling Women's World Champion on the latest edition of AEW Dynamite in a which in a which in a match which won instant rave reviews from fans. It goes without saying that this is a significant moment for LGBTQ plus rights in an industry that is predominantly dominated by cis straight men. And was rightly celebrated by those in attendance and many at home. They can't really say that because the TNA champion, world heavyweight champion at the moment, is a woman and no woman's ever won it before. She's not transgender. No, I suppose she's no. I don't know what is Nyla Rose though. Is she a man to a woman or a woman to a man? I'm assuming she's a man, man to a woman. A woman, I guess. She's in the women. She's won the women's belt. Yes, of course that makes sense. Yes, obviously, right. And the 68-year-old uh, Ross uh, began calling wrestling matches in 1974. Said that Rose was now the king of the mountain. Hardly misgendering, oh, is, that is it? it? Yeah. Yeah, this but people are saying the queen of the mountain. Yeah, this isn't news. No, it isn't. It's bollocks. And I bet if he'd have said she's the queen of the mountain, they'd have been like, oh my god, stop, like, why did you genderize that? Like, we could be kings of mountains too. Like, fuck, you can't win. The woke will eat itself. You can't be woke enough. Fucking, this is why, one of the reasons I don't like all petite wrestling, there's several reasons. One, apart from, like, Chris Jericho and Cody Rhodes at the top. All petite wrestling? Yeah. You mean all elite wrestling? All petite wrestling. Oh, all petite. Yeah, they're all... Fucking tiny little indies, indie riffic. They look like people that should work at petrol stations. They don't look like wrestling superstars. Sort of people that you can go and see wrestle at Dorley Town Hall. Right. They no. fucking suck. I want eight foot two and built like fucking exactly. I want a fucking King freak Kong. who looks like <laughs> if I if I believe I could actually beat you up. You're a shit mm. wrestler. You've already you've already failed at your job. I can't stand it. It's also it's the woke. And what I hate about it is, it's like, we're so inclusive, like, everyone's welcome, make a big deal of saying everyone's welcome. Well, nobody has said that that's not the case. Do you know what I mean? Like, they yeah. make a big deal of it, like, oh, what, has the, the WWE had signs up I wasn't aware at their shows for the last 20 years saying, no gays, no blacks, no... No transgenders. You know, have they yeah. fuckers, like, everyone's welcome at every fucking wrestling show. They always have been, right? But anyway, this is making a mountain out of a molehill. It is, yeah, you're uh, right, it is. Uh, no pun. <laughs> JR, he's been getting people's, he's older shit, he's been, I've heard, because I don't watch the show, I've just seen it on Twitter, he's been getting names wrong and things like that, so, fucking hell, he hasn't maliciously said, so, so like, take it, this is Nyla Rose, oh, crikey. Yeah. Hey. Uh, AEW's not for me, man, but I don't mean that you out there can enjoy it, because the wrestling fans, like every other community online, is at war. Yeah. 
Always has been. Uh, but it no, but it's no, it's at war. It's pathetically at war now. Like because basically AEW is skewed much younger. Mm. Young people fucking love AEW. Yeah. Older fans tend to see it as very silly bullshit, and they're at war on Twitter. And it's Actually, pathetic. we that's a guy with a magic cock. No, that's, that's Joey Riley's in TNA. Yeah, but he's TNA. associated with yeah, these. These yeah. are his mm. mates running this company, and it's that type of silly mm. shit. But that, that's making a man out of a molehill. The worst I don't, people... genuinely don't think you made anything by it. Nah, was I mean, King of the Mountain. Oh, he's, there was a King of the Mountain belt at one point. What's his face with the guitar? I used to have it years ago. Well, anyway. It's just a slip of the tongue, isn't it? Slip of the tongue. Yeah. This but is why there's a kickback against wokeness now. I won't go yeah. on a big rant, but this is why the kickback, because regular... Rational people see this as okay. Enough's enough now. Like the man didn't mean anything by it. It's not like he said King of the N word, did he? <laughs> <laughs> then he would be in trouble. But they've already, <laughs> they've already like. It's the same argument of like how the word Nazi has sort of lost meaning now because of overuse. Transphobic will lose meaning. It will do, yeah. Like if everything is like you know. Anyway, fuck them. Just thank God every day, Ben and Mike, that you wake as a white cisgendered male. Yeah. Because apparently it's impossible to suffer. Apparently so, yeah. And we've uh, we've won the genetic lottery of life, haven't we? We have had advantages over minorities, there's no doubt in that. Yeah, not the likes of us. No, yeah, we have, but we haven't even realised. Rightly so. Hang on, guys. I've got your red coat here and your pith helmet. Too. <laughs> it was a joke. It was a joke, you know. It's a good old colonial joke. Anyway, well, we we're on. all equal at the end of the day. You're all the same. We're all humans. We all want the same things. Yeah, fuck AEW wrestling. Yeah. WWE for life. Good for you. I <laughs> So shall we move on, cut into the main thrust of today's topic, no. the wow signal. Oh, okay. did you want to see it until my resting No, let's do the main topic. <laughs> so, on August 15th, 1977, a good year, Star Wars came out that year, the sound of extraterrestrials was heard by human ears for the first time. Hang on. Or so, people thought. Okay. And a few months later, they saw, no, they, they heard again, alien... Mm. No, I only said Angon. In Kent. <laughs> that was 1977. It was, yeah. The, um, November. Oh, what was it called? Southern TV Broadcast Southern Interruption. Southern TV Broadcast Interruption for William himself. Yeah. Can't call it extraterrestrial, quote, voices right off the bat like that. It, it signals from space, isn't it? I said the sound of extraterrestrials, not extraterrestrial voices. The Radio signal is just the sound of them. It's not a voice. It's a star an extraterrestrial. Yes. That's a serious question. Okay, alright, continue. I just thought, you know, I'm just keeping... It's an extraterrestrial body. I know you think it's aliens already. I'm just keeping (laughs) it in in check from the start. I'm just trying to be factual because, you know, you called it an extraterrestrial in the first sentence. And I realised that a star class is an extraterrestrial. I've learned something. I'm sorry I interrupted. Please continue. Thank you. We're known for our accuracy, aren't we? (laughs) (laughs) People come to us... They do. <laughs> so the wow signal was detected by astronomer Jerry Amon using Ohio State University's, quote, Big Ear tele- radio telescope, which was then used to support SETI. Uh, SETI is the search for extraterrestrial intelligence. And the Big Ear was and the, the size of three football fields. The Big Ear. 
It's impressive that... Um, I watched the programme about it. A um, university had that. Ohio State University, for some reason, has a massive radio, had a massive radio telescope. Sadly, though, Big Ear is no longer with us. It's now a golf course. Mm. Mm. Oh, well. Yeah. We'll have a better one somewhere, then, won't we? Yeah, we've got better ones now, but I'm just saying that, you know, maybe he's kind of kept it. Yeah. 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 Keep your old telly? Mm. No. Maybe no one passes the date. Progress capitalism? Yeah. Scrap that old shitty satellite Big Ear in. Mm. So Big Ear was a radio telescope and a radio signal detector that at the time was pointed at a group of stars called Chi Sagittari in the constellation of Sagittarius, presumably populated by half men, half horses. Mm. <laughs> you know? Presumably something like Bojack Horseman, maybe? Possibly. You're running out of famous horses. <laughs> Sugar. I knew Ed. you were going to fucking take Sugar next. Red Room. <laughs> Mr. Ed. Mr. Ed. The talking horse. <laughs> I know who Mr. Ed is. <laughs> I'm just saying, he's elevated above the other horses. He can talk. Okay, That's true, say, maybe he was sending those signals. I don't know nothing about history, science, philosophy, geography, physics, but I fucking know who Mr. Ed is. <laughs> Shit, it That's priorities, right, Andy? <laughs> Do you remember Harry Enfield? Mm-hmm. He just gets in the Mr. Ed the Talking Corpse. Mr. Dead the Talking Corpse. Oh, Mr. Dead. Mr. Dead the Talking Corpse. Did you watch the clip of Paul Cogan on Noel Edwards' party? I watched some of it. It's, um, I was hoping he was going to drop the big leg on It was on so Noel. surreal. He, he, put Tony, he picked Tony Blackburn up. Hulk Hogan <laughs> picked up Tony Blackburn. Is he the one? Is, is he not a nonce? No, he's not a nonce. He's not. No. They tried to get him in trouble because he hinted He's, I think he said something like, oh, I knew they were nonces, so they like, arrested him. We're like, well, fucking hell. Mm-hmm. And he's like, but I didn't do no nonsing. <laughs> so he got his job back. But anyway, Hulk Hogan picks him up and carries him off the set of Noel's house party. <laughs> I felt like I was on fucking acid, man. Mate. How have them two ever met? What was that conversation? I can top like? that. I've seen Hulk Hogan on the Alan Titchmarsh show. <laughs> Right, Alan Titchmarsh, people uh, <coughs> know, is like he's a famous gardener in this country. Mm-hmm. He's on a gardening show. He's always appeared on gardening shows. And, he, and briefly, favorite. he had a little chat show about three o'clock in the afternoon on a, on weekdays. And TNA, who Hulk Hogan was working for at the time, stopped in to promote the UK tour on the Alan Titchmarsh show. Uh, wow. right, how yeah. many wrestling fans do you think watch the Alan Titchmarsh show? Mike, it's for six-year-old women. Bums. No, a lot of no, old, a lot of old women. That's true. Exactly. Exactly. In this country, that's how I have this love for wrestling. My nan, my mother, my nan as well. Yeah, loved it. We used to watch WCW on a Saturday afternoon. No, it was the only one on British TV at the time. Best. Sorry, my great nan. Apparently, I never met her, but my mum said she loved it. And then did you put? Um, she used to have a sit down with wrestling, bottle of stout, boom. They loved it because they thought it was real. They did. Still real to me, damn it. <laughs> anyway, back to the wow signal. Who? <laughs> I'm determined to turn this into a record. Okay. I'll shut up now. I'll shut up. Um, Tell me about the wow signal. So the signal was a strong, narrowband radio signal, which is uh, between the 300 to 3,400 hertz range. It's a narrowband of frequency. I bet it has 1,420 megahertz. Oh, right. So like, uh, th- between 300 and 3,400. So that's, that's the band. That was what the, the wow signal was being transmitted at. So it's in the narrow band. And it bore the expected hallmarks of being of extraterrestrial origin. 
it was so extraordinary that the guy, Jerry, uh, Jerry Amon, circled it and wrote wow next to it because wow indeed. What were the numbers and letters? Go on and tell me. 6EQ. Right. UJ5. Uh, I mean nothing to you unless you know what that code means. It's the strength That's of the signal. <laughs> <laughs> it's the strength of the signal. Right. So one is low, nine mm. is high, and then it goes to letters. So A is ten, B is eleven. Mm. So to get a U in there, because mm. in most of them, the signals from space are between one and five. So all of a sudden you've got this fucking U, this spike goes up yeah. to U. He's like, what the fuck? We're just yeah, lucky yeah. that he wrote wow and not fuck me. <laughs> then we got the fuck and me signal. And by hand. It, the results were fed through a dot matrix printer. Yeah. You know the old printers with the yeah. uh, the spot with the holes in the edges? Made that noise, yeah. Six columns detailing coordinates, extension, declination, longitude, latitude and time. And each row, 12 seconds of data. And he was sit there. He's sitting there. On his shift, this is his job, looking at it, seeing if anything pops up. And it did. And he then circled it and wrote, wow. Now, the entire signal sequence lasted for the full 72-second window, which Big Ear was able to observe it, but sadly has not been detected since. Do you want to hear it? Yes, let's have a listen to it. This might be beyond the realms of our expertise, but... So this recording we're about to play... showing the limits of my own feeble understanding. This is a radio signal. Yeah. It's been picked up by an antenna. Yep. But did they have a tape recorder recorded? Or is this an interpretation of what that what those readings, what sound? Good question, would I don't know about I would Do presume they would be recording say? what they heard. Is that an idiot's question? Just no. in case there is actually a message that's decipherable. So it's, it's Hello, I'm Vrillian, then you think that someone I'm assuming here. that they must have been recorded on mm. the tape. But I would also maybe assume, this might be... Okay, let's say if they've got that all that information written down, what you've just told me, all them numbers and things, they might be able to then just put that into a computer and it will play Possibly. the frequency. That's also a possibility. Doubt, uh, doubtful in 1977, maybe. But I don't know, so what, what I'm getting at is what you're about to play now, this might not be the actual thing that's travelling through, like it might not exactly sound... Like, this might not be a genuine tape recording it, of what it's there. Fair enough. But still, fucking, either way, they've worked out that this is what that frequency would sound like. I would imagine that even though they're not listening to it, it's being recorded, and the main guy is sat there at the printer looking for spikes, and yeah. then maybe they would go back and listen to it, I'm guessing. Yeah, and then wipe the tape if there was fuck off. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Yeah, we're all we're queued up technically, boys. So this is the wow signal. signal they receive that means nothing to us that is meaningless static and beeps 
But if I was R two D two right now, I'd be going. He's what? <laughs> Stuck down a well. <laughs> or, or it's an obscene phone call. Doing <laughs> <laughs> what with what? <laughs> well, so, so like said, this hasn't been detected since, apparently. But many hypotheses have been advanced on the origin of the signal, but none of them adequately explains it. Oh, or no. do they? You need to go back a bit about the frequency. Okay. We didn't mention that it's uh, on the hydrogen line. Hydrogen line is basically hydrogen emits a frequency. Yeah. Okay. The technical thing is frequency which radio comes out of a hydrogen atom when it goes through a hyperfine transition. Yeah. <laughs> that. Yeah. Whatever that means. <laughs> but, but that signal is banned from use under international law. Right. Like because the yeah, they think if anything's going to broadcast, it's going to be on that frequency right. mm. okay. because it's hydrogen. It's this most simplest. It's the most abundant yeah. element in the universe. So they banned it from use on Earth. Makes sense. Some emitters do use a narrow band, not as high as as that. They do because it's um, not as easily detectable. They shouldn't be using it on this frequency. No, they won't be using it on that frequency. But probably the lower range is 300, 300 hertz. Yeah, about that. So, although the wow signal had no detectable modulation, it remains the strongest candidate for an alien radio transmission ever detected. So there. Well, aliens. Or an exploded star could be any number of things, Some but sort of space it's certainly the best candidate. Well, I've got three possibilities. I've got three as well, so... Well, I will propose a fourth to you once okay. you've proposed your three. Number one, I've got astronomical source. Yep. That's from quasars, pulsars, black holes, Fast radio burst. Yeah. Yeah. Because they emit radio waves. They do. Everything emits radio waves. But nothing, obviously, like I said before, most is between one and five. Signal strength uh, above background, so to get we've never seen anything else like it. We've mm. put it at, at different things in the sky, we've never come across anything like this yeah. signal before. Number two, it could be what is called interstellar scintillation, right? Which is basically uh, the mixing of millions of random waves to create one big one. Makes sense, yeah. Lots of little radio, yeah. radio waves coming together to form a big wave, yeah, okay. Makes sense. Well, again, that's unlikely because we've never seen anything like it before. Mm. Doesn't it happen on Earth? Yeah, but not to, not in space at that. Yeah. But that's strength. And number three, I've got computer glitch. That's also a possibility. This is 1977. But then again, you know, you'd expect in all this time there to be another computer glitch which would be similar. We've not had it. Yeah. Doesn't... Doesn't necessarily mean not. No, no, no. But I'd also argue though that the the computers they will be using, it, it, it's it's that technology is probably quite a few years old at that point. Deciphering radio waves onto a printer, probably ten years old, isn't it? At least. I have a fourth proposal. Go on. Cosmo the dog. Right. Okay. Bring it on. I've been watching a lot of Star Trek recently. Cosmo the dog falls through a wormhole it's been like what it's been since the 60s for us it's been 60 years right but for Cosmo 
Cosmos lived several lifetimes. He met advanced civilizations, was granted a new body. He's in a human body at this point? Um, maybe a mechanical sort of. He's advanced, he's like reached the next level of consciousness, and he's sending the signal back to us. Well, why the fuck not? Could be. Or one of the lost cosmonauts. Some fucker. Could be one of the lost cosmonauts. Here's my point. Here's my point. He's like, fuck it, I'll put it on high frequency. I'll put it on ultra high. Well, beyond the dog jokes, if you just let me, there is some, uh, what's it called? Uh, Idiot savant, something like that. Um, Clever idiot. Right, listen. If somebody is broadcasting an AM signal and all I've got is an FM receiver, then they can fucking pump out AM signals till the fucking cows come home. And I'm not going to have any fucking clue about it, am I? Yep. Sitting there yeah, with a little right. FM receiver waiting. I just don't have the equipment to receive the signal. We did have the equipment to receive this one, right? Yeah. So was it sent by an intelligent source who knew we would be able to pick this up? Which leads me down the Cosmo, the Astro Dog, or a lost cosmonaut down a wormhole theory. See, now I like the lost cosmonaut theory because... As a cosmonaut and trained pilot, he would be aware that no one broadcasts on that frequency. Mm. So if he yeah. sent a signal on that frequency, it would probably be picked up. Why was it only lasting 72 seconds? Because then he was sucked into probably a wormhole. It takes hole. a fuckload of energy to send <laughs> a be, signal yeah. through space that far. Maybe even building the, the, the power up in there. Mm-hmm. A fucking star blew up. Like Imagine if, again, back to fucking stupid sci-fi and TV, but when the Death Star blew up, right... It's as big as a planet. Yeah. And when it blew, or, or when the Death Star blew up Alderaan, anyone on any other planets in the system who had like sensitive recording mm. equipment would have picked up some serious. Yeah, we've heard. Yeah. We've heard them before, but it's not been like this. Just different frequency. Or, well, well, because no. like the energy's sort of spread out, isn't it? And it. Yeah, this is a focused yeah. radio beam, radio wave. It's gone for a long time. It's not spread out, it's been focused on this particular frequency. No, the telescope was moving in the sky. So the 72 seconds was the bit, the patch of sky that it yeah. came across. And it had two listening, what they call horns. The first one heard it, the second one didn't. I don't know, what do you think? Well, you know what I think. But how do aliens know? Because they're just trying different frequencies at that point. They've been that around for years, haven't they? They're just... Firing stuff off in different frequencies. I suppose it's a bit like us with Voyager. Like, when they play that disc and it starts going, Hello, welcome to the Voyager. We're from planet Earth. My yeah. name's what Carl Yeah, I'm a hippie from... Yeah, but... Like, it's a hydrogen line. But to them, it's probably going to sound like... They don't know. Could so be, yeah. so no, maybe no. this, like... That's being sent to us is like, Hello, we're the Schlubba-Dubba-Dubba-Lomelix from the Astro... Universe from this constellation of what uh, you call Sagittarius. You have a hundred years to to evacuate. <laughs> oh, we will destroy you with extreme prejudice. <laughs> could be. Yeah, it could be. You're absolutely <laughs> fucking right. It could be. It's not as if because what else was on that Carl Sagan record? Where oh, Johnny be good. Johnny, right. Johnny be good to us sounds like fucking fire. It sounds amazing. It's a great song. But to them, it could just be going. Ah! It could like, kill yeah. their entire race. The, the frequency that Joey B. Good is recorded at might end up blowing the fucking brain like, like, Marsh, like Mars attacks. Or like Mars Slim said, Whitman yodeling. 
fucking kill Johnny B. Good kills the entire alien Is race. Carl Sagan's voice at the end where it says like, you might not be ready for that, but your kids are gonna love, love it. it. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a whole new generation of fucking yeah. Martians or whoever. Nah, it's gone further than Mars, hasn't it? Voyager. Past uh, the solar system now, isn't it? There you yeah. go there. And it's turned like a generation of fucking lizard people into fucking rock and like, like they're all Hey, Daddy O. <laughs> well, when they're all just like the bombs. Yeah. And they've got like a white t shirt rolled up like that. Oh, yeah. With cigarettes yeah. Yeah. tucked yeah. under the sleeve, yeah. Everyone's got a quiff. Cool cat, yeah, quiffs and. But unless an alien intercepts it, it's not going to reach another star for four light years. Let's say it's been intercepted. See, I forgot about this since my new going back into Star Trek, it is related that the first motion picture I watched as a child and I was boring as shit. And it is boring, but the story, now that I'm older and into this sort of stuff, is actually quite interesting. Is that Voyager was sort of intercepted, wasn't it, and given consciousness, mm. and then that's what the woman is. Isn't the woman... Yeah. That bald woman, she's... Voyager. Voyager, isn't she? Yeah, that's quite fucking interesting, actually, isn't it? And uh, who's the superior captain, guys? Uh, all right, I've come round. I'm a big enough man. We haven't mentioned it on the podcast, so I'm just going to... Okay, so if it's someone's first episode, well, very briefly, I, for a while, since the start of this show, was adamant that growing up, to me, Kirk was the superior captain because, you know, he was the sort of guy who would go shagging and drinking and punching. And that's what appealed to me, appealed to me as a yeah. young man. And Ben and Mike were steadfast in their uh, opinion that Picard was the superior captain and I laughed at them. But Just since, as we laughed at you. Since binge watching and going back into the next generation, I'm a big enough man to concede that, yeah, I would rather have Picard as my captain. Mainly because you get a better ship. True. But he is also, you'd rather have someone... Like I was watching a video that's, uh, that was called Why Picard is the hero we need right now. Right. In these times. Like, uh, and it was like using a few examples. There's an episode where he's giving a talk to some archaeologists. Because that's one of his passions. And he's fucking yep. nervous. You know what I mean? He's nervous about the judgement of these... He's the fucking captain in the Enterprise. He's got the yeah. power to destroy worlds. And he's nervous. He's humble. Right? Yeah. What would Kirk have thought of those archaeologists? Well, he would have called them nerds. He would have walked up to one them and went, NERDS! Archaeologists! And then just like jumped on them all. Yeah. Uh, I shagged your mum. <laughs> Off my ship. And they wouldn't have learned anything, would they? But So yeah, I, I could see. Thank you. Picard is a superior captain. And that's why I'll be a superior politician. Oh God, are we doing this now? <laughs> Get let's get through the interview first, and make sure that like go through your Facebook, make sure your privacy settings. I'm serious, they're gonna Google your name. Oh yeah. <laughs> Maybe don't threaten anybody. <laughs> that deletes good. That account's gone. To delete. I guess they won't listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> He's not gonna stand a chance. But even the interview. I mean, what? So why do you want to be on the council? Why fucking not me? <laughs> yeah. No, but seriously, have you thought about what? So I, I said we should do this. We should. Really can we, can we call practice. a quick piss break and then go do it? Please. Okay, we should probably explain what we're on about. Ben's applying for local. What is it? Councillor. He, he's trying to become a politician. Oh. <laughs>
I'll be wonderful. <laughs> yeah, you probably will, you fucking lying, spineless psychopath. What? No. <laughs> I'm none of those things. You have to be to succeed in politics. I'll bring me a breath of fresh air. Oh. Uh, Let's have a fist break. Good help us all. <laughs> so, so, all right then. You're applying for local government. Yes. Uh, you expect me and Mike to be a campaign managers and to help you and support you without payment. So, we'll keep the listener informed. No, I'm just going to have an interview. Well, all right. Why was it today you were going to make your 10-year plan <laughs> to become PM? Jesus Christ. Because you've got to have ambition, Mike. <laughs> Man's got to have ambition. Have you got any idea what you're going to say at the fucking interview yet? Or what type of questions are going to ask you? What? Qualifies you? What experience? Yeah. How does driving a forklift I don't just drive a and forklift, telling guys. Polish people what to do <laughs> now and then, ish, right? What, what? What have you contributed to the community? Yeah. Loads. What, what? What? What philanthropy have you took part in? What? What experience? What do you know about the community? Loads. I walk through it every day. I, I walk me dog. That's what qualifies me for the job. I walk me I walk through dog. that side street every day. I see all the ills that has befallen our noble noble town. Fix anything. What? What? All right. What's the, what's the first three things you would do for Dorley when you got into power? Well, we need more investment for a start. How would you go about that? Well, it's a pee on me. Wow, what a plan. Um, okay. Keep up force. About what? Everything's shit. I'm not doing this now. I'm not giving you my interview now. Everything that's shit. I'll kick up where I was. You're the man we've been waiting for. Look, I'm young and idealistic. Young compared to the average politician. Yeah, I'll grant you that. There you go. But not young in Kennedy was like 42 when he got to be president. He's compared himself to Kennedy. It's only been the Labour Party two months. Everybody wants to fucking take over and become dictator. He's a dictator. <laughs> oh, Kennedy. <laughs> right, sorry. You're not even Gerald Ford. <laughs> <laughs> what was that alcoholic Lib Dem leader called? I liked it. Like, what was his name? Paddy You're not fit to lace his fucking boots. <laughs> you he had Kennedy. sex with a lot of women. <laughs> And he was always pissed. Charles <laughs> Kennedy. That was it, isn't he dead now? Mm. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> anyway, sorry. No, I, I fully support your decision to um, join the the local cocksucking class. Ruling uh, elite. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> Where was I? Get ready to take down the corporate cock of your paymasters, Ben. Because you think you'll be answering to the local community, but no, you're soon... Find out the tendrils of investment and special interests will soon nope. have their way deep into your soul. Nope. And you'll be giving dodgy fucking planning permission to housing estates that don't really have the right fucking clearance and they're on floodplains, but you don't care because you just want the money and the kickback. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nope. Oh, yeah. Nope. <laughs> I'm an honest, dependable working class lad. Oh, you'll be on your fucking knee. Please let me up to the next level. What do I have to do? Do you think I give a fuck what other people think of me? Yeah, because you want to climb the fucking no. ladder. Oh, it's not my, enough to be local councillor. You gumption. fucking know it. I get my gumption by... Oh, that's by, not how anyone gets anywhere. By, uh, it's by sacrificing little boys at satanic fucking parties, charisma. Mate. Oh, this is your first step. 
Now, I hope this does go well for you, actually, because this little interview at the local Dorley Parish Council is the first step on a road where somewhere down the line you are going to be in some secluded fucking, like, forest in a cloak, sacrificing <laughs> a fucking three-year-old boy on an altar to join the next level of the club. You'll be on the adrenochrome right? freak. Yeah, you'll be a fucking adrenochrome freak, right? <laughs> but, oh, oh, but you might have a seat in Parliament. Ooh, ooh, go on, Ben, good lad. Yeah. What's it cost? We don't have your best interest. <laughs> I am not corrupt. <laughs> don't start corrupt. I am not, never become corrupt. I'm not a crook. <laughs> <laughs> I, am not a, I did not have sexual relations with that woman, Miss Lewinsky. Yeah, we've heard it all before. No. <laughs> okay. This this man's not for turning. <laughs> you turn if you want to. <laughs> Well, it's the strong leader Britain needs at this time. <laughs> Over the next ten years. <laughs> Fuck. So when you vote for me, I don't live in Dorney. I don't think I'm no, allowed to. No, but it was if I stood for MP. What locally, Telford? What the fuck? There's people with experience I can vote for. You know what they're nah, doing? Not as good as me. Not as good as me. Let's get back to the wave signal. We'll keep the listener posted. Yeah, we'll have well, an 19th of February is a closing date. We'll have an election special. <laughs> oh, man. Please don't drink before the interview. At least, at least have a coffee. Don't drink coffee. Oh, you freak. Anyway, wow signal. Sorry, it's yeah. my fault. So you might be asking me, no. Ben, what did cause the wow signal? Ben? did cause the wow signal. Well, as Mike had previously mentioned, he got three options and your entirely valid fourth. Uh-huh. There are a couple more. Comets. That's that's number one. Yeah. yeah. Let's elaborate a little bit more than comets. Yeah. Now, scientists suggested that the signal may have come from a hydrogen cloud. Remember, this is on the hydrogen frequency accompanying a comet. Additionally, the movement of the comet would explain why the signal wasn't seen again. Now, the team investigating noted that two comets had been in the same part of the sky that Big Ear was monitoring on that day, and these comets had not yet been discovered. Not in 77. Not in 77. They have now. We're aware of their orbits. But in 1977... They traced it back, didn't they? Yeah. Back to the part of the sky that the satellite was looking at. Right. Uh, in 1977. And they figured out these two comets were in the exact position... Of the signal, right. and of course, what do comets do when they go close to the sun? Get out signals. They melt. Oh yeah, because they're made of ice. Mm. You know what? Hydrogen. Hydrogen. Yeah. H2O. It could have been that. We've sold it. The team then got the chance to test their idea as the comets, which are named uh, P forward slash two thousand eight Y two Gibbs and 266 forward slash P Christensen wouldn't appeared once again in the night sky from November 2016 through to February 2017. The team reports radio signals from 266 forward slash P Christian matched those from the WOW signal 40 years previously. Uh, while they cannot say for sure the signal came from 266 forward slash P Christensen, they can say with relative assurance it was probably generated by a comet. Yeah, and they tested three of the comets as well and found similar results, so... 
It's not looking good for aliens. We'll fight to the bitter end. Or lost mutant We'll fight dance. them on the beaches. We'll fight them in the sky. Don't say that. <laughs> at, at your interview. <laughs> anyway, so yet several astronomers, including its discoverer, Jerry Amon, think the comet hypothesis is wrong. And two big issues are the signal didn't repeat and that it appeared for such a short time. Jerry Amon says that, uh, and I quote, we should have seen the source come through twice in about three minutes and responses lasting 72 seconds and a second response for 72 seconds, following within a minute and a half. We didn't see the second one. Yep, it's not conclusive. No. However, Big Jez isn't convinced it's aliens either, sadly. What does he think? Oh. He thinks he sides with the fast radio burst theory, FRBs. Uh, which are mysterious radio bursts with hotly debated astrophysical origins that tend to generate irregular signals. Mm. No one knows where they come from, but they're there. We're picking them up, mm. but we just don't know what they are. It could be, could be aliens. Could be aliens. Could be um, exploding suns a million billion light years away that are finally reaching us. We don't know. Now, curiously, the signal was picked up on only one of Big Ear's detectors. It had two. Uh, when the second detector covered the same patch of sky three minutes later, it heard nothing. That's how big this fucking thing is. It takes one fucking side, three minutes, to get to the other side. Three football pitches. That's strange, isn't it? Because it was a comet. You'd think it would have picked it up. You'd think it would have repeated. Mm. But this indicated either the unlikely possibility that the first detector had pick something up that wasn't there or and here's the biggie the source of the signal had been shut off or redirected mm -hmm. now what if I'm going to throw a hypothesis out here like we send stuff into space signals into space all the time looking for the worlds and what if one day we just thought ah you know what fuck it there's no one out there turn it all off boys <laughs> right. What if we intercepted that signal right at that moment? Mm. Like, ah, no one's out there. We've been broadcast this for 10,000 years. We'll use the money to fund the hospital. Turn it off. Yeah. Turn it off, Zarglack. <laughs> and before you know it, we just, oh my God, what was that? And that's when they turned it off. What about that? That'd be a shit, wouldn't it? It would. But just the kind of joke the universe likes to play. But to be fair, it's probably millions and millions of light years away. Yeah. The civilization's probably died. Possibly. But could be aliens. Yep. Could have been Alderaan. Could have been Alderaan. Could have been the Cosmic Dark. Could have been Superman. Could have been Krypton. We'll never know. We'll no. never know. So who wants to take this one? Astronomers to sweep entire sky for signs of extra extraterrestrial life. Now this is um, what SETI does, basically, isn't it? Yep, this is the... I learned today that microwaves at SETI are wrapped in a special oh. metal uh, casing. Oh, so doesn't fuck, fuck with the equipment. No Wi-Fi, no mobile phones. Mm, makes sense, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, imagine being like your They basically was... live, the guy would say, we live like they would have lived in the 1950s, basically, here. Like, just cut off from no uh, mobile phone signal, nothing. Wow. Well, you don't want nothing fucking with its most well, yeah, sensitive true, isn't it? yeah, yeah. equipment. On Earth. Right. So astronomers will sweep the entire sky for signs of extraterrestrial life for the first time using 28 
giant radio telescopes in an unprecedented hunt for alien civilizations. The project is a collaboration between the privately funded SETI Institute and the Very Large Array Observatory in New Mexico, one of the world's most powerful radio observatories. Gaining real-time access to all the data gathered by VLA is considered a major coup for scientists hunting extraterrestrial life forms and an indication that the field has, quote, gone mainstream. Ooh. Normal astronomy operations will continue at the VLA, which was featured in the 1997 film Contact. Good movie. Yeah, but under the new arrangement, all data will be duplicated and fed through a dedicated supercomputer. Oh. Woo! That will search for beeps, squawks, and other signatures of distant technology. The VLA is being used for an all-sky survey, and we kind of go along for the ride, said Andrew Simeon. Simeon. Seaman. <laughs> Director of the Berkeley SETI Centre. It allows us to, in parallel, conduct the SETI survey. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah Yay. The future <coughs> of looking for... E.T. Well, it makes sense. People with... You've got a big telescope. we got a big computer. Yeah, let's come together. Super computer. Let's uh, join up and... Do you want a, a quick supercomputer fact? Go on, then. Prior to the uh, 2003 invasion of Iraq, the um, Sony company stopped selling PS3s because they had a fear that the, they could all be put together to form a supercomputer. Yes, I heard about that, yeah. All the PS3s. Yes, they stopped selling them in Iraq. Well, like, networked together. Networked together, joined together, all that computing power. Mm. We could be talking thousands of PS3s, hundreds of thousands of PS3s. Mm. They're all stopped going in. But why hasn't anyone done that in the West? Like, joined them together. Because we've got supercomputers anyway. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Mm. Quick, quick fact. Go on, then. No, that was it, I think. That oh, was right. fact. That was the fact, so yeah. So where we think, well, what, what do we think? Let's sum it up. Yes. I still go for, I think it's a bit fucking weird. Maybe it's aliens. It could be, it could be shit bouncing back at us. It could be fast radio bursts. It could be a comet. But I'm going for aliens. That's where my gut takes me. I'm going for Lost Cosmonaut and his dog. I so do like, like the Lost Cosmonaut thing. Or though. Comet. Probably Comet. Well, not the now defunct high, high street chain of stores. Oh, yeah. Retailing electronic goods. <laughs> you mean a comet. A comet. A comet. That was a joke for British people of a very specific age. Yes. And I hope you appreciated it, you <laughs> fucking cunts. I used to work for Comet. <laughs> Did you? No, I'm not technically Comet, but the company that owned Comet. Right, I, I worked for B&Q and it was the same company. No way, B&Q owned a comet. Yeah. Did not know that. I got sent on, I used to work at Curry's, who was a rival electronics chain, just as a Christmas temp, and they sent me on the most fucking amazing day job mission ever. It was like being James Bond, mm -hmm. but in the retail industry. Right. So we were on the retail park at just outside of the town centre, where uh, Sainsbury's is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they sent me like with a. They gave armed me with a digital camera. Right. And I had to go walking to Comet in the town centre <laughs> and just take pictures of the prices. <laughs> and then go back. They wanted to know what the Shady. deals were and stuff. Yeah. yeah. But it, it was kind of weird standing in a shop 
It's before everyone had camera phones and stuff too, so you did look like a bit of a weirdo. You were just like, were you literally, so it was, was a big camera? Just, yeah, I just walked in with like a digital camera and was like, ksh, ksh, don't want to take this. Did no one ask you what they would? Well, this is before the, no, I didn't get approached, but you got to think, it's before, you couldn't just jump online and see what yeah, their, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, them were the days. Mm. Wow, what a shit story that was, but. No, I quite enjoyed it, actually. That was, you know. Retail right. espionage. So that's it. We're all, so yeah, we summed it up. I'm going aliens, and you two are going comets, or, or lost, lost cosmonauts. Lost and I, you know what? I do like that theory. That there's some lost cosmonaut out there frantically tapping the radio, mm. trying every frequency he can, realizes that in hey, between wanks. In between wanks. So like, no, the thing is, would you wank? Because there's all that semen floating around. Isn't it? <laughs> In your suit. In, no, yeah, in, in, the, in the capsule, there's no gravity. Oh, you he's just can eat it around. for protein purposes. Yeah, but he's been, li- he's been living on his own spunk for like 50 years. <laughs> there's worse ways years. to live, man. <laughs> I'd rather eat my own spunk than like a cockroach or a grub or something. And that's the truth, man. And that is honestly the truth. I, I know, know where this spunk came from. It's Major Tundi. It's Major Tundi! <laughs> oh, wow! <laughs> It was. You know what? I didn't listen to fucking the multiverse episode the other well, day, what we did years ago. For the two years ago. Look up Major Tundi, isn't he a lost African Nigerian astronaut? astronaut? He's yeah. been up there for twenty five years. He's the one who keeps emailing you. <laughs> Please get me home. But he's owed two million He genuinely needs millions. <laughs> he's owed two million he's owed two million in back pay. Yeah. So if you donate to the shuttle mm. to get him back, you'll get a cut of his back pay. Man, there is an accent just waiting to come out of me, and I just. This is ground control. <laughs> you just in the multiverse, it was so you must do it now. But I cannot remember. Oh, that's how you do it. This is ground control to Major Tom. Tundi? Major Tundi. This is Major Tundi. To ground control. To ground control. I really need. Two million dollars. <laughs> or I am destined to spend the rest of my life in space. <laughs> I sent you the wow signal. <laughs> yeah, that was just him with WLRS cheek. <laughs> if you interpret You're looking that. to a webcam. Up against the window as the shuffle goes past. <laughs> wow. So just that signal, if you put it on a vinyl and play it, you go. Please give me <laughs> two million dollars. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so, that was oh. racist. Let's move on. <laughs> All right, we lose. It's yeah. only racist if you mean it to be racist. If you don't mean it to be racist, then it's not. Intention is everything. Don't believe what Twitter tells you. Very true. Fuck the woke people. Hashtag kill Greta. Next news story. <laughs> Let's get the boys' views on this week's weird news. Man arrested for having sex with mini pony tells police he used a condom. He looks a bit of a horse fucker. Well, I say it's so shaming him, at least he was a responsible fucking mini pony shagger. Well, don't horse aids, do you? No, you don't. Because <laughs> if your life's already to the point where you're shagging mini ponies, horse aids is the last thing you fucking need, isn't it? Well, this is true. This is true. He looks like an horse fucker. He does, doesn't he? He's got well, a mini pony fucker, let's be honest. This yeah. is basically like a pedo of the bestiality world, isn't it? It is a pedo, world, yeah. pedo bestiality, yeah. yeah. 
Fucking hell, man. I mean, if you fucked an horse, all right, I can understand that. But a mini pony, what's wrong with you? Well, then again, a horse is going to kick you in the face, and mini ponies are going to kick you in the knees. A horse can stand up for itself, is my yeah. point. Oh, you yeah. Fucking Jimmy Savile of the bestiality world over yeah. here. This monster. He does look a bit weird. And he's from Florida. He is, yeah. Florida man, 20-year-old uh, Nicholas Sandro, got caught having sex with a mini Sardo. horse. Sardo. Got caught sex having uh, with a mini horse, but he told police he used a condom when he did it, which means nothing. He's still very much under arrest for sexually assaulting the animal. Sardo, who admitted to having sex with a mini horse four times in one week, said he used a condom while doing it so he wouldn't catch any diseases from the animal, which definitely makes him sound even crazier. Because he's apparently performing this ridiculous, disgusting, insane act with a level of rationality. He thought it out, and in a way, it involved really... Uh, involved reality. Involved reality, and would somehow become more comforting if he'd said that he was using the condom. Because <laughs> he knew the horse wanted to have his baby, but he wasn't about <laughs> to get... Are you making that bit up? No, it says it right there. <laughs> He wasn't ready to get tied down in a relationship or <laughs> full support payments. You know what it's like. You One minute, all the horse wants is sex. Yeah. The next minute, you're picking her up from fucking work and you got to take her shopping. You're walking around a garden centre on a Sunday. Then you got to go down the tip to get rid of all the horse shit. And yeah. And you get a little... A couple of little mini horses. horses and you got to take them oh, to the football. Oh, God, you got to take them to the football and the race course. And... Yeah. <laughs> Watching the little plays at Christmas. Yeah. And then before you know it, it's time to go to the glue factory. (laughs) So fair play to the lad. He put a jaddy on. (laughs) He looks a bit weird, though. Because he does. He fucked a little horse. Yeah, because you know he fucked an horse. Yeah, but if I didn't see him, if I saw him in the street, I'd think, oh, he looks weird. He looks like a, he looks like a young Ming the Merciless with those eyebrows. I don't know what to say. <laughs> right, anyway. I, I think that was anti-Semitic. What, me? I'm, I'm, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. I just wanted to say it was anti-Semitic. <laughs> All right, go on then. Who's next? Next, next up, deaf man suing Pornhub for discrimination because videos don't have subtitles. <laughs> oh. A deaf man is suing the popular adult website Pornhub for violating the American Disabilities Act uh, Yaroslav Suris, who f- filed the class action lawsuit, claims that Pornhub's lack of captions on its videos discriminates against deaf viewers who have every right to know exactly what the sexual participants in the video are moaning. Believe me, he's not missing much. Well, you don't watch porn for the fucking dialogue. <laughs> wow. But I, I just think that um, this guy wants a payout, doesn't he? That's what I think. Corey Price, Vice President of Pornhub, ooh, that's a title. It is, isn't it? Said in a statement, while we do not generally comment on active lawsuits, we'd like to take this opportunity to point out that we do have a closed captions category. Oh, so you just got to fucking find it, Kenny. <laughs> the closed captions category, however, has only 400 videos in it. So that's probably what he's complaining about. Oh, fucking hell, Emily Porn, 400 porn films are still a fucking lot. And there's no one fucking a mini horse. Exactly. There you go. Uh, 
Oh, so you're saying that you, can, you can't get beast action and pull them anyway? Oh, it's a joke, Ben. <laughs> no, he I, knows I, he's I, fucking trying. Yeah, I'm just saying, I didn't know you could get it. <laughs> so I tell you, there's, I've watched a lot of porn in my life. Yeah, me no, too. There's a lot of differences between amateur, like really amateur porn mm. and professional porn. Many differences, but I would say the main difference is the cum shots. Because, I hear me out. Uh, in, a, in a professional porno, the cum shots at the end tend to be like, oh yeah, oh give it to me, oh my god, you know, like, I want it, ah, oh, and she takes it like a pro. Mm -hmm. yeah. In an amateur porno, the cum shot tends to be a bit more like, ah, oh, ah, oh, ah, oh, ah, oh, oh, fucking hell, there's loads, oh my god, oh, it's in my hair, my oh, eyes, my, my eyes, oh, fucking hell, Darren, oh my god. Yeah, that's the, yeah, it's just something I've noticed. Mm. I'm not wrong. No, you're not. It's a valid point. Yeah. It really is. So if you meet a girl who takes it like a pro, then you know you realise that's why pregnancy is on the way down. Well, because of facials. Yeah, seriously, an entire generation raised on like that mm. type of porn. Like, yeah, yeah, it's a possibility. That's how every shag ends, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Anywhere guess. but her vagina. Yeah, it's true actually. And then yeah. if you do come in a vagina, another equally fit girl then like eats it out of her vagina. Yeah, Jeez, that what <laughs> oh to live that life. <laughs> anyway. Right, yeah. Porn is bad. It I is actually, yeah, yeah. I don't like it though. So awesome. Me too. Aspen <laughs> news. No. Oh, this is for you. Florida woman. Wow. Like the Shira to Florida man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. She's, she's very blonde. Uh, now there's a series for you, Florida man and Florida woman. <laughs> I think we need to keep Shira, Florida man and Shira. She meth. She meth. Jamie Beadle's biography to him. Oh, that was me. <laughs> no, we gave that to Dave. 
Was that Dave gave me that. Oh, yeah, yeah. That called Little Hand. Mm. Um, now, listen, you must remember, if you don't remember Jason Donovan's big solo hit, you must remember him and Kylie's hit together. I mean, yeah, the Kylie one I do, but I don't remember what it was called. I think. Especially for you. Especially for you, for you, you yeah, yeah, yeah. And his, well, the thing is, I've noticed solo hit is because he was quite big in Joseph. Totally broken heart would have done it. That was his big oh, hit. Well, who was yeah. the other chap then? He I'll did Jason. That was later in his career. Oh. He, he played... Uh, I don't know what he sang. He was in... Jesus and the Superstar. Oh, no, he was uh, Josie for the technical... That's it. So he had another big hit then with... Um, I closed my yeah. eyes, pulled back my bum cheeks. Gave the bounce signal. We did that in school. Not the way. Pull back your bum cheeks. <laughs> well, he did go to a... Did go to a private school, right? He was in a private school. <laughs> He just had dayboarding. <laughs> it's so possible that I was shitty comprehensive. Dayboarding. A little afternoon delight. <laughs> Gonna afternoon take my gun hold him tight. <laughs> just because I had to have hot crumpets in my cheeks. <laughs> he had to shove a hot crumpet up his ass. And see how far you could walk till it dropped out, and then when it dropped out, you had to eat it. That was how they got hazed. I read yeah. about this online. Human toast rack. <laughs> Jesus! You know, the fact you know eyes. about that. <laughs> Another round of wanky biscuit, isn't it? Yeah, every time you play the biscuit game. <laughs> I'm like, no comment. <laughs> Too many times to count. <laughs> oh, anyway, that was fun. So we did about 20 minutes of Jason McDonovan material. <laughs> Me, Jason McDonovan? Jason McDonovan material. Mm. <laughs> it wasn't 20 minutes, sure. Jason Madonna. Wow. So what happened? Oh, what? Fuck me, I didn't even read the story. Oh, we got as far as we <laughs> We got as far as a name. <laughs> and then we did 20 minutes. Is it in 20 minutes? It's fine. It feels like that. <laughs> You'll feel like that's a listener as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why we're so relentlessly popular. Oh, God. She was arrested just before four in the morning. At McDonald's in Vero Beach after she allegedly lost her mind over 20 cent containers of dipping sauce. I mean, I get it. McDonald's buffalo sauce is delicious, but chill. They are definitely not worth getting arrested for. I hate the way these journalists speak. Like they're your mate. Yeah. Conversational. The standards have slipped so much. Yeah. Very colloquial. Doesn't yeah. even touch the It won't slip for either. I'm a charge, Gaz. I'll be eloquent as fuck. <laughs> 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 well, according to an arrest affidavit, Glocklin ordered a large amount of food at the restaurant at the restaurant's drive-thru after paying for food. She asked for, quote, one flavour of every dipping sauce they have. The Indian River County Sheriff's Office then stated that when a McDonald's employee told her that those cost an extra quarter each, she began yelling and swearing at the employee. McLaughlin then threatened to rob the restaurant mm. if she didn't get all the sauces she ordered. Because this woman thought she was entitled to all of the sauces for free. So what does this employee do? Well, obviously, fearing for her safety, manager Beverly Kiever called the cops. When Deputy Christian Castano arrived at the McDonald's, the hungry woman also started yelling and cursing at him too. Now you say, great name. Castano. Deputy, Deputy Christian Castano. Christian Castano. I hunt heroes, have 
found any yet. Uh, I read that off out of a comic. Oh, that's that weird dude in the gimp mask, isn't Martial it? Law, yeah. That's him, yeah. So, the hungry woman also, she's like, what a fucking idiot. This isn't a police fucking matter, you motherfucker. Well, it is now, because you just called me a motherfucker, you stupid angry McDonald's <laughs> bitch. This is how all these stories fucking end. An angry cisgendered white woman? Mm. Oh, I did have fun watching the climate change protesters clash with the London police. Only because in the clip I was watching, it wasn't that violent. It wasn't like the French or American ones where it's actually nasty. Yeah. It was just a fucking middle class as fuck, entitled fucking bitch with a sign refusing to fucking move. I don't have to fucking move if I don't fucking want. And they just fucking rushed her and like bundled yeah. her into a van. Like the horror on her face and her surrounding friends like, no, you animals. And it's just like, fucking hell. They gave you ample fucking warnings, cunts. And it's fun to watch the exact moment mm. that a middle-class child's world is shattered. Like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, they actually will arrest me. I mean, the thing is, I mean, we go on about police, but our police are pretty fair. Yeah, 95% of the time, aren't they? They don't go in for violence. You try to inner-city black kids. Oh, or... Yeah, but anyway, in this video, they were behaving. They asked him to not well, they block They usually the road. do, like, give you some warning. Though. They're going to shoot. shoot you. <laughs> they're going to shoot you. I mean, Look, there's only American police who put three rounds into your yeah. back as you're in the way. I mean, our police wouldn't do that unless you had a bomb strapped to you or you were going to hurt oh, somebody. This bitch is crazy. Can we pause it? Yes, we can. I need to piss. So, essentially, she was then arrested for kicking off, swearing at the officer, threatening to rob the police. Hang on. She refused to get so he had to try and physically manhandle her into the police car. <laughs> she was one of them. All over this fucking source. This is probably uh, one, so... Yeah, she was released on a $1,000 bond, scheduled for arraignment late January, which is stupid because, well, it would have been cheaper to just pay for that frickin' sauce. She has to be put in a mechanical leg restraint. Jesus. For being bundled into the police car. Yeah. Went nuts. It took five officers to get me into a police car, not because I'm hard, but because I was that drunk and that mental... And that determined not to be put into a police car. Yeah. Then it took... But I was battered and bruised fucking senseless <laughs> the next day. Lee says, I don't remember, I have no recollection of this, but Lee and Ash witnessed it, that I was like... So handcuffed behind my back. Yeah. And sort of, they said it was hilarious. I was like hoisted up like a tree trunk. <laughs> and flung in forwards on my face like that. I was arrested for basically... They were trying to get me to move on because I was way too drunk for public consumption. Me being me got a bit mouthy. They tried to arrest me. I tried to resist. But no charges, nothing. Everything was very jovial the next day. Have I ever told you this story? No, you haven't. Whilst in the cell, I came to, and it's the first time I'd ever been in a cell, mm. and I freaked out. Cells aren't nice. No, no, I imagine not. I had this wonderful idea, Ben. I bet that if I threatened to kill myself, they will take me out of this cell and take me to the special medical hospital One type One for a cuckoo's nest type scenario. Oh, some special yeah. treatment. Mm. So I remember shouting out the phone, I'm going to fucking kill myself. I took off my jeans. Because mm. I remember a story that my friend Lee had told me, because this worked for him, because he has long hair and he's a Sikh. He threatened to, ha to choke himself with his own hair. Yeah. And somehow this enabled him to get some sort of special... I took off my jeans and wrapped one end around my neck 
to show I was serious. <laughs> to show I was serious. Yeah, right? well, you got you got yeah. you got, you got to butter that biscuit. And I'm screaming like, I'll fucking kill myself. I'm gonna fucking kill myself. So then I hear like the locks opening and everything. I'm like, oh, fuck, it's fucking worked. It's only fucking worked, hasn't it? <laughs> I was waiting for the door to open and like, take me away, sexy nurse. In come like two, possibly three, very angry policemen who just proceeded to strip me naked. And lock me back in there. <laughs> <laughs> so you're naked in the cell. <laughs> it gets worse. I couldn't just accept it, could uh. I? So then I was being a dick, and you get these like plastic pillows and like a plastic. Mattress, I know, yeah. And I was trying to shove it down the toilet in the corner, like ah. So then they came in again, and took away my bedding. So now I'm naked with no bedding. <laughs> <laughs> And the next morning, the guy at the desk, like, because I'm like, I need some information, man. Okay, I'm like, because I had a girlfriend at the time, like, where was I arrested? Do you know, can you tell me if she was there or she has any night? And he was just like, do you not remember? I was like, I don't remember a goddamn fucking thing, mate, I'm telling you. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I'm looking at you, you've got nothing on your previous, like, so where the, this, where the fuck's this come from? Like, out of the blue? Like, I'm like, I don't know, I was just incredibly pissed, mate, like. But he was like, no, you were arrested, there was like, you were on your own. I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. And there was no missed calls on my phone and that. So I was like, fucking hell, I don't think she knows. And he was just creasing at me. <laughs> and I was like, fucking hell, lad. He's like, you're obviously an all right lad because you've not been in trouble before. Just maybe don't get that fucking drunk. <laughs> and I was black and blue, head to toe. And I was like, I can barely move, man. And he's like, you were fucking thrashing around. Mm. So it took like officer after officer to fucking subdue you. You've had knees in your neck, your back, like... Of course you're black and blue, kid. <laughs> so, yeah, moral of the story, don't get that drug. If you threaten to kill yourself with your jeans, they'll just take your jeans <laughs> off you. And then it's quite humiliating getting yeah. all your stuff back in a bag the next day and they're all laughing at you because they were still on, they're still on shift from... They saw me come in in the state I came in in and then humble, shy, grubby, like, can anyone tell me if my girlfriend knows I was here? Like... What the fuck's wrong with you, son? So, yeah. I've well. never been arrested. I've never been in a police cell. I, I, I kind of feel that um, I haven't lived my life. It was horrible. I'm not proud of it. It was. It was. And I, I might have told you this. I can't remember. But the next morning, because I got everything back, my phone and everything. The one thing that I'd lost in all of this was my tobacco. Yeah. And I, at this point, that was probably the longest I'd been deprived of a cigarette in my entire fucking life, smoking life. I picked up fag butts off the floor when I got out the front well, thing. I was that fucking intense. At least that's one of the coppers. I was so desperate for nicotine, though, that I was like, I cannot make it to his shop. Wouldn't you ask one of the coppers? I'm not going to speak to them. You get let out the front door. It's not like they're hanging around, is it? Well, you can say, hey, he someone's got a fag. I don't know. Well, I don't think they keep them in their pockets. Probably in their locker, in it. Well, they might have got one for you. Well, no, I didn't. I just picked them up off the yeah. floor and oh, smoked wow. like fucking threes on a fag. Like, <laughs> it was wonderful. Oh, I bet it was. That's my getting arrested experience. Yeah. Nearly broke my own wrists from trying to get out the fucking... I wow. was battered head to toe, mate. But wow. They, they were just doing their jobs. Well, that's it's a job at the end of the day, isn't it? You have to understand that. <laughs> I'll never forget that feeling when the doors opened. And <laughs> they just came in and stripped me. <laughs> I was going to the special fucking, like, I thought I was going to go to a hospital. Like. I wish I'd have 
must have been more proactive on fucking Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, well, yeah. there you go, yeah. yeah. I don't think he was screaming out the flat, though, was he? I'm yeah. doing it! <laughs> <laughs> no, he was probably screaming, help me, help me, I'm being killed. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, official now, isn't it? They've lost the camera footage. Yeah. Oh, yep. The two officers outside were asleep. I mean, oh, come on. Come on! I wonder if there's camera footage of me trying to stuff a plastic pillow down a toilet. Probably is, yeah. They probably still watch but, it. But there's day. no footage of Jeffrey Epstein hanging himself, is there? There's oh, footage yeah. of you stuffing a plastic mattress <laughs> down a toilet, and them things are fucking horrible to sleep on. Yeah, but once it was taken away, I'd have sucked somebody off to that I didn't feel very clever naked in the hard, hard corner with no bedding. Did you just have the spring frame? No, it's like, it's like a, um, as I remember, it's like the floor is just bed shaped and then there's a thin, like, plastic thing on top of it and a pillow. And because I was fucking around with them, they took it off me. Christ, I was thinking when I I went to an army camp, you have bunks or singles. And it's like a spring, it's a metal frame with a spring. Mm. And then you've got this hard plastic mattress. And do you know why it's plastic? Because a lot of new recruits from 16, 17, 18 piss themselves. Exactly. Fuck right? I'm not in the army and I do it. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, like. Speaking of which, I'm really in a piss. Sorry. So let's end the show on Full Alex. What's Full Alex, Ben? It's the favourite game show in this flat, guys. And what does this game show entail? Well, basically. Mike finds just a couple of random clips of some weirdos on the internet, and then he pits to me as the arch-saint of insanity himself, Alex Jones. And we decide who's gone more full Alex this week. Because remember, it's alright to go a little bit Alex, quarter Alex, half Alex, three quarters Alex on a train or a podcast, but never, ever go full Alex. Were you trying to get crazy with this scene? Don't you know I'm loco? So, who was first, Mike? First up is Dave Dabmeyer. Ah, the coach. With his fake ba- empty baseball stage and behind him. See, that's what a green screen can do for you. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> He's got another theory on the halftime uh, Super Bowl show. Yeah. He says that they've infected him with a demonic virus. Have they? But I thought he was a man of God. So he shouldn't be able to infect him with demonic viruses, should he? Oh, let's see what they've got. Or has he got the coronavirus and he's putting a spell on it? Let's find out. Looks old now, doesn't he? Yeah. Ooh, shave that beard off. Getting on a bit. Looks old as fuck. What if there's a spirit that accompanies the visual of a pornography? What if, the, what if that opens us up? Do I say, what do they call it, a portal, Randy? A threshold? What if just sitting in the spiritual realm I'm talking about now? Folks, listen, the natural world, they're not going to understand this. They're not going to get it, okay? Those of us who have eyes to see, let us see. Let us see and understand. What if just, what if sitting there watching that soft pornography dance across our TVs? What if there's a spiritual component to that? What if there's, what if there's something that comes through out of my screen 
Hey, right ring, watch Kyle. You're laughing right now. You're getting ready to make a video right now. I said, man, I can really play off of this one. Well, see, it isn't for you because you, you're lost, brother. You're absolutely profoundly lost. So you're not going to understand it. But the people listening to the show are going to get it. Hey, Mark, what if there's some waves? What if there's something that comes off of that, that video? Can somebody explain to me why pornography is so addictive? What's going on? What is so addictive about pornography? So, so here comes some little guy. And there comes J-Lo's crotch. What if there's something, <laughs> waves or, or something, some force that comes off of that? Hey, what, hey coach. What, what do they call that stuff? Dopamine? What if, what if that unleashes yeah. something in my brain? What if it's like really and truly infecting me with a virus? What if it is really like that, see? And we don't get it. Oh, God. Well, he's pretty insane. Well, apparently J-Lo's outfit is uh, the, the bits that covered her, her main parts mm. was shaped like a Baphomet. Was it? Yeah, I saw a, a wow. meme about that. A, a few memes about that. Oh, it's all satanic. The Super Bowl halftime show, it's satanic. You're like, mate, there's fucking worse satanic shit than that going on. Oh, yes. Just you go know, to the Dolly Parish meeting. Oh, but did watching J-Lo's crotch on television transmit him a demonic virus? No, what happened was... <laughs> <laughs> well, when you put it like that, mate. Oh, yeah. What happened was, he was watching the half-time show with Shakira and J-Lo, which I must admit I haven't watched, but they're two very attractive women, and I imagine he got slightly aroused. And because he is an evangelical and procreation is only for making children... He was ashamed of that. Sin of the flesh. Sin of the flesh. He probably went into a room and whipped his own back after. <laughs> sort it out, Dave. It's all right to be aroused by attractive women. Mm. He thinks not. He thinks not, but that's not that cunt, the Super Bowl. Mike. Think about the Super Bowl as an American oh, pie it? as it gets. Yeah. Hot dogs and beer and the family gathered going, TITS! Tits! I'm tuning to the Super Bowl for tits and gyrating Oh, turn off the fucking halftime show because it's been like that for the last 20 years! It's making me stare at my 12-year-old son's crotch and wonder whether or not he is erect. That was a that! He said that! I know he did, that's why I said it. It's not something that I would come up with, Christ. (laughs) And I don't have a 12-year-old son. But that's what he was saying. He was worried about his yeah. fucking 12-year-old genitals. He's week, staring said, at his 12-year-old's penis, seeing if he's got a trouser tent or not. What the fuck? Yeah, fuck him. Who's next? Next up, a prophetess. Right. Who? A prophetess. Amanda Grace. Oh, I've never heard that word before. I've genuinely never heard no, it. I thought no, everyone was a prophet. She's a prophetess. prophetess. It's not very woke. Yeah, no, it isn't. She asked God to send warring angels with flaming swords to protect Trump. Well, this should be interesting. Jay Sekulow says the Lord. I have prepared him and I have walked with him and talked with him. I have raised him up for such a time as this. The brilliance that will come forth from that man, the courage and the conviction, a beacon of light on a hill. Speaking the wisdom that only comes from Almighty God in the midst 
of the den of lions, says the Lord. She got a freaking pair of keys in the back. The den of lions yeah. will not dare touch him, for I have marked him in position such a time as this, and I will give him vision, and I will expose to him what is being plotted behind closed doors. Revelation will come forth, and he will emerge an incredible witness and mouthpiece for my glory. For I, the Lord, have already ruled in the courts. The gavel has dropped. Yes, in the name of Jesus Christ, Father God, your army, your angelic army, your warring angel with flaming swords be dispatched, Father God, to shred, destroy, and put down every plot, scheme, contract, assignment, hex, vex, spell, and attempt of the enemy against the president, against those with him, against those praying for him, yes. and against your people, Father God. Yes. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, as you sent the captain of the army of the Lord of to lead Joshua into Jericho, we ask that you send, Father God, the captain of the army of the Lord of hosts to lead that team right now, that legal team and uh, of the presidents, to lead them to victory and to expose and shine your divine light on what is hidden, Father. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Would they want to start? <laughs> well, that's bananas, isn't it? To be perfectly frank. <laughs> isn't it amazing how many people claim they talk to God nowadays? Mm -hmm. Oh, they always have, haven't they? Yeah, but, oh, man, it's... Pretty metal, though. Warring angels with flaming swords. Yeah, it is. I'm not going to deny it. I mean, I made a song about that. But even so, I mean, you're presenting this as truth. That's the thing. That's what you're presenting this as. This is your whole fucking income. What you... That's what Christians do, isn't it? They present this shit as fact. I'm telling you guys, I'll fucking do it. You just write me the shit. I'll become a televangelist. I'll deliver it. You write me the stuff. Okay. We'll split it a third each. Can't say fairer than that. Right, what's next? Next up, Alex Jones. Classic Alex Jones. Imit oh, yeah. Imitating Kevin Spacey. What, murdering is... his witnesses? <laughs> well, this will be... <laughs> well, yeah, mate, they're all fucking dead. They are. We need to pick him as a subject. Mm. Very brief 30-second tangent. I am not exaggerating. I think two, or is it three? I know nothing about it, so I can't... No, I don't, I don't. Two, at least, mm. possibly three people who have accused him of sexual assault. It's not been able to go to trial, Mike, because mm. they fucking died. Wow. And then he keeps making videos after they died in character of that guy from the show that he was on. Um, House of Cards. House of Cards. Talking about, like, you know... Fuck with me, you won't live. Basically, <laughs> he's fucking, fucking gangsters. Anyway. Wow. Okay, so Kevin Spacey's brother <laughs> claims Nazi father sexually abused him. And then Alex Jones is going to intimidate Well, he's going to do an impression anyway. Look at that psycho. I've always said Kevin Spacey's a total psychopath. I mean, just look at that. There is nothing home there except fake confidence. Just like Hillary Clinton. Here, let me do a fake psychopath face for you. So I can do it all day long. I just won't. I refuse to do it. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> you bet. <laughs> hey, I'm a confident guy. I'm Kevin Spacey. 
Yes, I'm Kevin Spacey. I love the children and I love Hollywood. And we are the mark of liberalism and of culture. We're gonna run the arts at Nickelodeon and MTV's gonna teach your children and Kesha's gonna teach your children how to worship Satan. Now to wear teeth around her neck, how to cut yourself. Cut yourself for Satan. Show Satan how much you want to die and how much you hate Jesus and how much you love your mommy. I'm Kevin Spacey, playing a tough guy psychopath when all I've ever done is really been daddy's little boy. Daddy taught me how to do it. And I'm going to do it a lot. And there's nothing you're going to do about it. <laughs> Because I'm Kevin Spacey. Oh, I forgot. He's in a new video. Kevin Spacey's in a new video for the Clinton Foundation, which is a known child kidnapping operation. Ah, uh, they're so liberal, though, when they get your children in those basements. <laughs> so liberal. All right, well, let's run through it again. I think Alex... Now, hear me out. I think he should audition to play the Joker yeah. in a cartoon. Anyway, yeah, just do yeah. the voice. He'd be an excellent yeah. Joker. Yeah, he would. Yeah. So, first guy's Coach Dave and his um, erection problems during <laughs> the um, Super Bowl uh, halftime show. Second is Prophetess Amanda Grace, who, let's face it, was pretty batshit insane. And then third, we've got Alex doing his best impression of Kevin Spacey. Now, I'll throw it out there. In terms of um, insanity, I'm going for the prophetess. The second one, me too. Mm. Wow. I agree. I was going for the first, because I think... Oh, see, Dave just got a reptile dysfunction. No, because he, he mentions that demonic virus being sent out from J.L.'s well, crotch. Yes, okay. <laughs> okay, but he's not claiming to talk to God. True. Not in that clip. Not in that clip. But yeah, the prophetess Amanda Grace for me. Gaz? Yeah, she's got it for me too. Well, she's first time, first time winner. First time winner. I think it's her first appearance as well. It is, yes. Is she signing a dressing gown? <laughs> is that a shirt? I can't make it out. Either way, she's clearly insane. And Alex, great performance. Let's not knock the performance. Mm. You know? But... In terms of insanity, he's got an agenda to bash Kevin Spacey and she is just clinically insane. She's talking to God. Yeah. Every She's day. Every day. So um, that's been the show. Thank you very much. I've been Ben. I'm going to say don't drink the flavour aid and don't join a cult. Sorry, I've been Gaz and I will say free Biff Tannen and next week you will finally learn out, find out why. Or maybe oh the week after. God, anyway. I'm looking forward to that. I've been Mike, thanks for listening, peace out, and the force be with you. Oh fucking hell, Jesus.